0: Welcome to The Letterbox. This is our 412 podcast where some of you guys have submitted some questions and we are here to answer them. And welcome to 2024
1: and Ooh. our first podcast of the year with Joe and Lucy, Woo-hoo. and Davey who's actually just sitting in the corner for no reason. Hi guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I just want to kick off our 2024 podcast by um, asking you about all your New Year's resolutions. New Year, right. New me, Lucy. Yeah, but I don't really do, like, mm. res- I don't do them, like, seriously, Not but Lily's family were really into them this year, like, and we're mm. like, what's your personal goal, what's your work goal, oh, and really? what's your cool. spiritual goal, something like that, I was like, "Oh,
2: Some people cover a lot of topics, some yeah. people do, like, health, work, spiritual, emotional. I had some it's friends like who
1: went out with, like, their partner, and they did, like, goal setting for the year. That's probably on well, like an early twenty twenty four date. So then Lily was like, "We well, got to do this." I'm like, well, mm. hmm. "Did you set any?" We set some that you know I won't share share it all off right now. You don't um, want the kind of <laughs> one like one that like I did talk about with Lily was um, like pushing myself to read the Bible like a little bit deeper. Last year I like really improved in my consistency of reading the Bible, but like mm-hmm. really delving deeper into it. Oh, which, was my uh, word for the year? Thanks, David. Wow, oi, the in that. Um Yeah. Do you have any? You're just very Christian
0: compared to mine. I does not I know, but that's fine. Um, it's just. I want. I, am. To, I want to read more books. Love that? I I, Love I read. I think I read one book last year, which is like not like other than the Bible, you know. <laughs> I read one book. I think. So um, you want I want to read more. some more this year. I've got. I've already got three in the in the oh, lineup. Cool. Ooh.
2: Give us the first one.
0: I'm reading Searching for Enough. By Is Tyler Statton oh, right now. Oh, like it's Good. a book about Theodical. Jesus stuff. Yeah. Class. Next, I still haven't read. Uh, I got um, <laughs> praying like no, not praying like fools.
2: Praying like monks. Praying like
0: monks, Stephen like my Fools. JT bought me off my birthday yeah. last March. Still haven't right.
2: read it. Read it before this year
0: and for yeah, this birthday. The last one. And the last one's the book that you, that me the and Lucy bought yeah. you, <laughs> and you lost. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but well, it's welcome come back I'll around. He came back
0: around tonight. <laughs> Perfect.
2: <laughs> what a gift. Yeah. Uh, I haven't said any new year's resolutions as of yet i have been really intentional to slowly ease myself into this year mm. and yeah try and take a bit of time to seek god on some of that ross and i were having a conversation and he asked the question of who do you want to be rather than what do you want to do this that's year?" that's nice yeah that is it still feels quite weary though <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it's
1: probably more meaningful than just like a random goal
2: yeah, like, I want to be more generous. I yeah. want to be more. So, yeah, That's back good. to me.
1: Do you not know also, Josh, do you not know also want to run the half marathon for a kind of on the podcast?
0: Do you want to do it with me, see You can no, do it with me if you I'm want. i
2: shaking my head. No.
0: <laughs> no, I do want to do it. My friend did it last year, and um, I really, really want to do it now.
1: And I'm going to do it, so Josh can yeah, come
0: to well. with me and Johnny. No, but you are sort of like, hardcore. I used to be, like, a better runner. I'm Johnny How far wants- can you
2: run? He's, I don't know. He's
0: quick. He's good. I used to be a runner whenever yeah. I was, like... Young in school, but It'll not be, that anymore like it. It's like
2: riding a bike.
0: Yeah. 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 Um
1: Forbes um, did a survey on two thousand British adults in November and asked them what their New Year's resolutions were gonna be. Can you guess what the top ones were? Mm. I think some of them are like so rubbish. It will be gym. Yeah. yeah, exercise more is number one New Year's resolution. I have been for that British victim.
0: people. I've said I've said that. that so. Number
1: two is lose weight, which is Same thing. Similar. Mm, Yeah. Number three. Also Mm. really similar. It'll be like, oh, really? Yeah. Running? No, just eat better.
2: All right. Oh. Is there like
1: one better sleep? Much the same. One is like, look after your like, mental health and self better. Right. It'll be like, stop smoking. So, like... 13% 13% of people said quit smoking or drink less alcohol, but also the same number of people said reduce my social media use, which just oh. shows us the kind of age that we live in, that like overusing it's social media is the same as like smoking and drinking too much. Um,
0: yeah, I think
1: ours are better than those. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right, so we're talking about New Year, New May. Josh, what's your question for this week Got a on that?
0: Interesting question. What are some green flags for Christians when dating? Ooh, Ooh. dating podcast. Okay. Um, so, yes, Josh really want to talk about dating. Don't know
1: why. Um, so, um, yeah, before we start on the like, some of green flags, this podcast is not going to be me, Josh, and Lucy's tips on how to, like, date well, how to, like <laughs> like, get the person that you're really into. This is not, like, agony and stuff. Um, we want to talk about like some things that we think that either, either the Bible says really clearly or like our biblical <laughs> principles on what sort of things should you be looking for if you feel like you're like you're ready to pursue dating. Um, before we start on that, like we want to touch on this idea, like dating is not really a biblical concept, right? Like it's culturally not; it doesn't fit with their culture. Um, for for me, like. Dating and uh, we've been listening to like some podcasts um recently on dating for some stuff we want to do um with like four twelve and like the eighteen twenty ones and um one of the things that I really took from it was that dating in our culture as a Christian should really be like it should be the process of trying to identify like questions that you have on someone so like the green flags that we're going to talk about. Dating should be the process of trying to figure out if you can verify those. So is this person that I would like to start a, a relationship with the kind of person that I think they they mm-hmm. should be to be a good fit with me in, in my life? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not asking those questions, then almost what's the point of dating? The other thing that the Bible is really clear on is that relationships should be moving towards marriage. Now, this is a podcast for teenagers we do not expect you that when you start doing someone, you're like, listen, it's marriage or nothing here. Like, that's a bit intense when you're 14. But what I am saying is, like, if there's not an idea that you want this to last, then why do you want it at all? Because mm-hmm. you're in a really good season with, like, friends and family around you that you can basically fulfill everything you need through friends and family anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're not approaching it with the idea, like, I want something that, like, matters and lasts... Then maybe they would approach it. Yeah? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything Fairly. you want to add on that, guys, before we start
0: with our green flags? Not necessarily. Well, like, I think before we jump in with green flags, I think we want to highlight just because you've seen someone, a guy or a girl, tick some of these mm-hmm. boxes or have some of these green flags or maybe all of them, does that mean that you should definitely pursue mm-hmm. them? No, it doesn't always mean that. And like we'll chat obviously more about that um, in this episode. Um, And we're not encouraging you to get into any romantic relationships right now. Um, I think there's a lot of questions that you should ask yourself. Mm. And there definitely is a level of maturity that is necessary and that is something that you're responsible for. Um, And you can use the people around you to help answer those questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Am I mature enough for a romantic relationship? Is that something that um, will help me in my walk with God or hinder me in my walk with God? Mm -hmm. Do I just want a relationship because my friends are in one? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess these are some of the questions that you should ask yourself now. So that you don't let standards slip almost whenever you're actually in something a little more serious.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Okay, we have six green flags. Okay, green flag number one. These are not in order, but I do feel like this one might be the most important one. Um, And we will unashamedly say green flag number one is that they love Jesus Mm -hmm. and that they can actually prove that or you can prove it by how they live their life. Mm-hmm. Um, 2 Corinthians six fourteen to 16 is this verse that you'll hear a lot when people talk about the fact that it's a really good idea if you're pursuing Jesus to also date someone who pursues Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this verse, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness um, or what fellowship has light with darkness. Um, and it goes on to say in 16, what agreement has the temple of God with idols for we are the temple of the living God as God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And it sounds like very strong words. And yet in the context of what, of the context of what was going on in the Corinthian church and where it found itself, um, it needed strong words. But this principle is still so, so key. And what Paul says is so helpful. If you love Jesus and you want to live for him, then dating someone that also loves him will make you pursuit <laughs> of Jesus so so much easier you want someone that shares your values and honors what you honor whether you're a christian or not like that's you that's what you look for in like someone you want to date. if jesus is central in your life then someone you date really needs him to be central in theirs too yeah um and then my question to this like okay you want to find someone that loves jesus how do you actually confirm that like this is true mm-hmm. for me you watch them worship and serve you ask other people you spend time with them And you ask or you challenge them about it. Uh, I just want to share this verse from Galatians 5, um, 22 and 23. Um, It says, uh, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And for me, if they love Jesus and they're spending time with him, then the result of that will be the stuff that's mentioned in that verse.
2: Yeah, and I think let's break that down and make that a little bit more practical galatians 5 take some time to go through that love joy peace patience so do they exhibit joy how do they respond on a bad day do they have peace how are they during exam season faithfulness how are they when things don't go their way self-control can you see in their lives that they are seeking to pursue Mm. purity you pursue purity long before you're in a relationship yeah Um, And I think if that list feels a little bit overwhelming, then let's just keep it simple to start with. Do they love God with all their heart, all their soul, all their mind, all their strength? And can you see from their life that they are trying to love their neighbor as they love themselves? And Josh said it earlier, you want to be with someone who is going to help and not hinder your relationship with Jesus. So can you see by looking at their life that they are devoted to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Mm. We're not asking if they're devoted to youth or devoted to church or like open or quotes Christian activities. Mm-hmm. All of those things are good, and if someone is devoted to Jesus, then they will be. Mm. But we're asking from looking at their lives, can you see that yeah. they are all in? They are sold out for Jesus. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, we understand that. Like some of you guys are obviously in relationships already, and we're both these are Christians, and I think. honor god within your relationship boundaries or something that are um almost a bit of a worrying or a bit of a scary thing to talk Mm -hmm. about um but like two wise people would really really like bring in some healthy boundaries within your relationship Mm -hmm. and we talk a lot in 412 about being an example obviously first timothy 412 um like this is so helpful when we want to honor god with our lives our conduct our love and our faith and our purity yeah um boundaries are difficult to set mm-hmm. um but it's a lot easier when both people want to pursue the same things um so actually boundaries are not restrictive um, and they are protective and um, they also help both people practice holiness and purity mm-hmm. which mm. honors god and also honors the other person as well and um, so yeah i think those are some imperative things that we need yeah. to that's great
2: yeah and i think something with boundaries you're right they're not easy but what makes that a little bit easier is if you decide before yeah. what your boundaries are, yeah. um, and talk about that openly yeah um, second green flag that you 're looking for or that is helpful is that the people you trust, the people in your life who you value like them, it is mm. always yeah. a good sign if your friends and your family like them. The Bible talks a whole lot about sharing life together. we were made to be in community with one another. Um, And godly community helps you grow in your spiritual maturity. We are seeking as 412 to mature and not just age. And that's why it's really important while you're single that you cultivate deep Mm. friendships Mm -hmm. now because these are the people in your life who you know are for you in every season Um, and they only want what's best for you. They want you to walk in what God has for you so you can trust them to tell you the truth. But you have to resolve in yourself yourself receive that whether it's what you want to hear or not um friends who know you and you can trust can tell you and help you see what your blind spots are um there's a proverb or there's loads of proverbs that talk around how wisdom comes from a multitude of counsel so you don't have to ask everybody and their (laughs) granny what they think but who are two to three people in your life right now whether it's friends family maybe someone in your life group or a spiritual leader someone who you who knows you well enough or who you look up to in your pursuit of Jesus that you know that you can trust mm. to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's great, yeah. It's so good.
1: Um, I think, like, all of us can kind of get blinded by things when we're, like, in the <laughs> middle of it and that's why having, like, wise people around Jesus is so helpful. Mm.
2: And Davey, sorry to chip in, Davey and I were having a conversation earlier, not about dating, but, that idea of you don't want to be led by your feelings. Feelings are Mm -hmm. good or important, but you don't want to be led by them.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Um, There's a proverb that I found really funny when I was reading about this, (laughs) because it's Proverbs 27, 6, and it says, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy, Um, which is funny talking about dating, but it's just this idea that like, See, when you have wise people around you, like, sometimes they will tell you something you don't want to hear, but it's the best for you. And sometimes, like, people who aren't so good for you will flatter you, Mm. and it's actually not what you need in that moment. Yeah, Yeah. that's really good. Um, Josh, do you have anything else you want to add? Okay, our next green flag is spending time with them is easy and drama-free. This is... Listen, this is my my one. It, It is biblical. I'll give you some Bible. But for me, like... Oh, life's life's got enough problems. Like you don't need to be adding some. Um, the Bible's really clear about um, like you can't control everything, but you can control who you keep around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wanna you wanna make life easier and not harder with those choices. Um, Proverbs twenty. Um, verse 3 says, avoiding a fight is a mark of honour, only fools insist on quarrelling. And I know loads of people in relationships because they love the drama of it and they're constantly fighting. And it's actually just not good for you. Like, it's not good for the soul. Life is Mm -hmm. complex enough. Um, And one of the concepts that was talked about in a podcast I was listening to recently about dating was this idea that, like, as humans, sometimes we are attracted to, like, like, the fast and the exciting and, like, the full of drama. And sometimes we can be attracted to those sorts of people because it seems like, oh, life will be so much fun. Yeah. Um, but it it actually brings dissatisfaction, not, like, not real life. Um, Proverbs 17, verse 1 says, Better is a dry morsel with quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. And just this idea that, like, don't chase the exciting thing. Um. Because it doesn't actually bring you anything good that lasts. But it's better to have seemingly less peacefully than have lots but with problems. Mm. Um, Okay, Mm. Lucy, what is our next green flag?
2: Um, Fourth green flag that we're looking for is that they treat all people well. It is a safe bet to say that if you are wanting to date someone, if you're wanting to get to know them more, you're going to put your best foot forward. You're going to be your best self and vice versa. But a green flag is someone who treats other people well, particularly those who can't do anything for them or when no one is looking. Mm. You want to pursue or you want to be pursued by someone who is authentic. Who they are in public is the same as they are in private. And we're not naive. Some of this is hard to spot. Mm -hmm. So you might want to see their life over a period of time. You might want to see what they're like around different groups of people. Or if you're on a date, how do they treat the waiter? Mm -hmm. How do they Mm -hmm. act around those who can't do anything for them in return? There's a verse in Matthew 25 where Jesus talks around how what you do for the least of these, you do for me. And if they treat people well, when no one else is looking... Or when you can't get anything in mm-hmm. return, that is a good indicator of how they're going to treat you. When you yeah. can't do anything yeah. for them yeah, in return, so or when things get tough.
1: Yeah. yeah, so so good. I think like it's definitely a red flag if they appear one way in in front of a certain group of people and a completely different mm. way yeah. in front of another. And like you you want to you want someone who's genuine, right? Yeah. Because that that is what's going to make life. Just like easier and more enjoyable moving yeah. forward,
0: mm-hmm. and um, this is
2: what dating's for. Yes, you don't have to figure this out before you date. Exactly. This is what the process of dating is. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Green flag number five: They aren't a bad fit for what you think your life might look like, um, and obviously, you a lot of you guys are so young still, and you can never really plan out your life <laughs> in twenty years time even. Yeah, um, so it is impossible to know right now. But God might have given you um, a bit of an idea, or He might have spoken to you about something. That he wants you to pursue in the future um if someone that you're interested in wants to live a life that is completely different to that or mm. completely contrast to mm-hmm. that then they might not be the best idea for you um so yeah they might not be the best fit for you in that mm-hmm. moment but i think um so i think like a practical thing to do like is definitely again ask yourself the questions like where do i see myself in the future like mm. ask god where you think he's putting in you or place in you or um, stirring in your heart for the future um, and again before getting into anything really, really serious. Like, again, you have to have a mature conversation with the mm-hmm. other person. Like, do you feel called a, like, long-term mission? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? And obviously, like, these things can change. You might mm. have different idea in a couple of years' time. But again, like, they have to be within a... It can't be a complete massive contrast. Yeah. They have to be in some sort of running towards the same thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. and I think... They don't need to be identical. So, what Mm. your pursuits are don't have to be identical, but they do need to be compatible. Can you balance one another? Does that sound like it makes sense? Some of this we don't need to over Mm spiritualise. Some of it is common sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, don't need to be identical, but do need to be compatible.
1: So good. So good. Okay. And our last one, um, and it ties in with all the others and expands, like especially in that first one about them loving Jesus. Um, And it's that they help you be better and love Jesus more. Mm. Um, Genesis two eighteen, 18, right? At the start of the Bible says, then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. And that word that they use um, for helper is not this idea that like, they're going to like serve your every need or like <laughs> that like woman was built so that like man didn't have to do anything. But it's actually this like really beautiful like word that means that like, their life and their strength should complement, like, the other person's and and almost, like, help in bringing both people closer to the calling that, like, God has for them. So it's not in any way that, like, you need to find someone who completes you. Like, that's, like, you're made whole in, like, in relationship with Jesus Christ, not Mm -hmm. in relationship with a boy Mm -hmm. or a girl. But this idea that you can get alongside someone who is going to help you live better for God... um, when me and Lily started dating, Lily had been coming to youth for like a little while and like, (laughs) she is very attractive, but I didn't, now my initial thing was not just like, oh, she's really gorgeous. She actually like gave her testimony and shared her story one night and that was the first time I was like, oh, okay, like I'm, I think I'm really interested Mm. and, and chatted to her and after hearing her talk about like, what God was doing in her life, that's when I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was, I was actually saying to Lucy recently, like, I'm not sure, like, at um, 18 that that was, like, a particularly intentional thing for me, <laughs> but I'm really grateful to God that yeah. that's how it happened, mm-hmm. because in his grace, he was like, yeah, now you're interested, because, like, this is this is the important thing, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, like, I am a better person, and I follow Jesus better um, because of Lily, like, from we were, like, quite young, and, and especially now in our marriage, like... Not only, like, inspire me by how she lives, but, like, by how Mm. she challenges me sometimes. And, like, uh, when we first started dating, like, some of the things about my character now are very different. And some of it was Lily being like, you need to get better at that. And not, never in a harsh way, but genuinely because she was pursuing Jesus and I was trying to. And it was really helpful to do it together. Mm. Um, Like, she made me... Like, she made me better in that because we were pursuing Jesus together.
0: Yeah, and Kyle touched on like this thing of relationships don't complete us. Um, and before getting into any romantic relationship, um, your relationship with Jesus needs to be the number one priority. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships will not and should not fill a hole in your life. Um, and that's that's never been our purpose. Um, when God is number one, we don't try and find our satisfaction and worth in a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Um, it is also not fair to put someone on a pedestal like that, and mm-hmm. um, they were never meant to be there, and also they would never be able to fill a hole that was only ever had space for God. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they cannot fill us because they won't. yeah
2: yeah. I think the only other thing I wanted to add really was you want the net effect of your presence in any relationship, whether that is romantic or in a friendship to be that the other person is better for it so that they trust and they love God more as a result of your presence in their life Mm -hmm. and you want to pursue God alongside someone who is as passionate about him Mm -hmm. as you are you don't want to compromise any of that when your standards are biblical you don't ever have to lower them Um, and it is someone who deeply loves God it's attractive when Mm -hmm. you're pursuing the things of God Mm -hmm. and you find someone or you come alongside someone who is running after God the same passion with the same yeah, pursuit as mm-hmm. you. That is attractive. Yeah. Um, I heard something recently of, like, seek to grow in your own relationship with God, pursue God, and then find the godless man or the godless woman mm-hmm. that you can and <laughs> ask them on a date or say yes to going on a yeah. date and you can't yeah. go far wrong.
1: Yeah, Ask yeah. um, them. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's cheesy, but i I heard this thing that was like, run your race as hard as you can and find the person that's like keeping up (laughs) when it's like running at the same pace and that's version for you and it's a horrible analogy but the concept is is really right um guys those were our six green flags we are by no means experts on dating in any way but like we really do think that those principles are biblical and if you are trying to pursue dating then these are the things that you need to think about as a christian um, I just want to end with this idea. Like, If you feel like you do want to start pursuing relationships as a Christian um, and you're starting to then look for these things in other people, then you also need to be aware that you should be trying to fulfill these things yourself. Yeah. Um, be the kind of person that you would like to do it as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and And with all of this, the easiest way to do any of this is to just run after God with everything that you have. And genuinely, then on the way, like as you pursue Jesus, you might find that you reach a season where you want to pursue him alongside somebody else. But it all starts with you running after God with everything you have and making him the center of your life. Um, and and our like challenge to you is that regardless of whether you're in a season where you're single or dating or married, that pursuing Jesus is the center of everything that you do. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our first podcast of 2024. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) And Davey, thanks so much for just sitting quietly in the corner. That is us,
2: and we will uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye.